This Morning with Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Great having Abe's uh, Door Service on as a, a sponsor of This Morning here on 630 Ched. Uh, when it comes to garage door repairs, installations, emergency calls, just uh, call them first. That, that should be your only call for a fast 24-7 response. It's Abe's Door Service, locally built, third-generation family business. Been around for 44 years in the Edmonton area. So it's amazing. You can check out more information on them. Abesdoor.ca. You may have heard that uh, Global Affairs Canada has issued a new international travel advisory regarding the United States. This is a very specific one. It's, it's an advisory warning members of the LGBTQ plus community that you could face discrimination if you travel to some places in the United States. This isn't, for the most part, relating to laws that have been passed in about 18 states uh, regarding uh, gender affirmation or teaching sexual orientation in schools, etc. So this is something that Global Affairs Canada has now put in place. What does it does it mean? Is it an advisory to, to all sections of the United States? What is it, you know... Oh, what even makes uh, for a, for an LGBTQ-friendly location to go to? We're going to check in with Keith Langston, who is a U.S.-based travel and entertainment writer who has lots of information on this uh, for us. And, in fact, did a little something on, on some of the, the more uh, gay-friendly places that, uh, that people can go. Keith, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Were you surprised to hear about this, uh, this travel advisory issued by Global Affairs Canada? Um, honestly, no, and I'm kind of surprised there aren't more. Mm. Um, I think that, you know, as, as being, uh, you know, the, the nation that America is, with how many anti-LGBTQ laws we've had, I'm surprised there hasn't been more uproar around the world. Um, as you probably know, there's over 500 state laws that have gone, that have uh, begun around the country and they're targeting everything from drag performances to uh, medical care for transgender people what you can teach in schools so it's it's honestly it's a very kind of a, a wide net that they're casting around the entire lgbtq community you're based out of the u.s is that correct yes so so you're american yes does this what does this how how it's kind of like, a, how does it make you feel uh, to hear of other countries saying, this is not a good idea, do not go, or be warned at the very least? Uh, honestly, I, I like it. I, I think, we're, you know, in our own country, we don't have enough people who are saying, this is messed up, this has to stop. So I think the fact that we're seeing it from other countries is a really good sign. And hopefully it's going to create change here in America because America is going to start realizing, oh, this is how the rest of the world is now looking at us, you know, because I don't think enough people in America have really kind of comprehended how how large these attacks have gotten on us. Uh, so you can have the warning, but then there are places that are particularly welcoming, which I'm trying to figure out, you know, what makes it welcoming. You wrote up something for Lonely Planet, the, uh, the most LGBTQ uh, plus friendly places on Earth. So what kind of places are they? Can you give us some examples and why, you know, what makes it friendly? Yeah, um, so I think, you know, what I would consider an LGBTQ friendly spot is places where you have a large population of the community, places where you can, where you feel like you can be yourself, 
places that have resources for the community. Uh, obviously, if there's a good pride celebration. Um, so it, it's kind of, it, it, it's not a one size fits all deal. Um, you know, some of the places that I featured on the list are actually in America, uh, like Provincetown and Palm Springs. And these are really unique and they always have been. And, and some of the reasons how these places became the LGBTQ, you know, meccas that they are is because they're so isolated. So Palm Springs is out in the middle of the desert in California. Provincetown is out at the, the very far end of the Cape in Massachusetts. So they're really, really secluded from the rest of the country, which allowed them to have a, a greater level of freedom and kind of, you know, they, they weren't scrutinized as much as other places were because unless you were part of the community, you weren't really going there. Mm-hmm. So that allowed them to, to really kind of become the, the cool queer towns that they are. And I think especially right now, in this era where, you know, we're seeing a lot of these laws go into effect, places like that are more important now than they were even 10 years ago. Uh, what about other places around the world? There have to be a lot worse places to go and, and a lot better places to go. Give me an idea as to, to sort of what the range is as far as international travel. Oh, I mean, it's fine. it spans everything. As you probably know, um, there are certain countries like in the Middle East and Africa that have the death penalty for gay people. But then you also have places like Sydney, Australia, where, you know, you don't you can hold hands with someone walking down the street and, and in general not have to worry, which even in the most liberal places in America, that's something that like you as a gay person. Yeah, you think twice about even, you know, I mean, New York City, we we had a guy get shot for being gay just two weeks ago and killed. So it's like we, we've we never really had that level of freedom in America ever as gay people. Um, so, yeah, you're right, though. There, it could be worse, but it also could be better. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's always always can be better, I, I think. Uh, one thing that the Global Affairs Canada warning or advisory did not do was indicate which particular states uh, that they, they don't think, you know, you should be at least aware of. Uh, would it have been better? Would you, I, I get the feeling I already know the answer. That would have been if they'd have pointed them out. But basically, they just say, if you're going, check local laws, understand where you're going and what you're getting yourself into. Basically, putting the onus on the traveler, which uh, not such a bad thing either. Uh, yeah, well, again, I, I think probably part of the reason for that is just because of how many laws there are, you know, I mean, you, it would be easy to be like, oh, don't go to Tennessee or Florida. But the reality is that, you know, there's way every, every state is having parts of that state that are not going to be LGBTQ friendly. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we have this massive kind of urban rural divide in America right now. So even if you are in California, you know, you could go to Fresno and it's not going to be anything like Los Angeles and you could be treated horribly there. So it's like there really is no easy way to place where you would be safe and not safe in America simply because the the level of hatred against the community is so widespread right now. Uh, Look, I know this isn't your area of expertise, but clearly you're tapped into uh, sort of the situation in the U.S. and and sort of feelings and and where people are are at. Do you think that that, uh, LGBTQ plus individuals are leaving some of these states, getting out or or, or trying to stay behind and and fight fight back? 
uh, you would think that if they're in danger, a lot of them would just go, okay, we're going somewhere where, where, where we're not going to be uh, bothered. Uh, yeah, so it's a mix. I actually did see an article just the other day that was saying uh, that was showing that a lot of transgender people are leaving states like Florida and Tennessee and Texas. But at the same time, you've got places like Fort Lauderdale. So Fort Lauderdale is a city in Florida. Uh, it's a little bit north of Miami, and they historically have been a have had a huge gay population. And I know a lot of people in Fort Lauderdale who are like. I'm not letting Florida ruin my life. And they, they do want to stay. They, they still want tourists to come. You know, they still want to put on drag shows. They're going to they're gonna try to do everything they can to not abide by Florida, you know? So I think it really depends on the comfort level of the person, whether you want to stay and fight or whether you want to head to a state that gives you better rights. Yeah. You tell me if, if, if you think I'm wrong, but I get the feeling that uh, for trans people, the attention has been more focused and even more intense and, and sort of more angry on people who are trans than someone who is, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the right words, just gay. Do you think that's the case too, that, that the transgender folks are getting more targeted more intensely these days? Um, I would actually say it's, it's becoming more even now. Okay. So it started with trans people. So if you look at, at the law, uh, 2020 into 2021, that's when always that's when the trans bill started, and that's when it was, you know, trans people are men in dresses who want to rape women in bathrooms. They're men who just want to beat women at sports, so they're putting on a dress so they can, you know, make our little girls feel bad about themselves on the basketball, whatever. Uh, and those kind of then transitioned into a lot of anti-drag laws. So we went from trans to drag. And then within the last year or two, we've now been seeing just blatantly just, if you're gay, you're bad. You know, boycott Disney because Disney features a two-second scene in light years where two women who are wives kiss. And that's now gay pornography that's trying to groom our children into thinking that being gay is okay. Like... It, it started out with trans people, and they definitely got the, you know, the biggest angry force in the beginning. But now it's it's really just expanded to, if you are anything in the LGBTQ community, you are bad and you have to be stopped. Sobering times for an awful lot of folks. Keith Langston, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks for thanks for chatting with us about it. Thanks for sharing uh, uh, your insight. Yeah, thank you. Okay, take care. Uh, Keith is a U.S.-based travel and entertainment writer. He said he's, you can you can search up his name, uh, Keith Langston, and find a number of articles he's written on Lonely Planet. There's articles uh, dealing with sort of travel. That's the other uh, travel, and that's what prompted this conversation, the Global Affairs Canada Advisory, the LGBTQ people, that you should not go to certain places in the United States, or at least be aware what you could be getting into.